Hello and welcome to yet another episode of Sport Insights, the podcast where we bring you insights on the world of sports. I'm your host Mika and today we are going to do something contrary to the last few weeks. The focus of this podcast has been on how to get more girls into the world of sports. But we are going to look at the exact opposite today, how to get more boys into sports. And I can already hear you think, huh? But isn't it the case that the majority of sport participation is men? That is true, but I've run into a special case. As most of you probably know, I am from the Netherlands. And as almost every basic Dutch girl, I've played field hockey. The sport itself has changed quite a bit since I started playing, which is roughly over 16 years ago. But one thing has not changed, and that is also our topic for today. Field hockey or just hockey as we call it here in the Netherlands, is quite a popular sport across the world and in the Netherlands. According to the Dutch Olympic Committee, over 250,000 Dutch people play hockey every year. While the sport is a popular sport for both men and women in many parts of the world, in the Netherlands it is primarily seen as a women's sport. Of the 250,000 that I just mentioned, 64% is female. Do not get me wrong, the sport is still played by both genders here in the Netherlands, but women have really dominated the game. If you have a look at every hockey club in the Netherlands, there will be more female teams than men teams. At my hockey club, for example, HCHDS in The Hague, there are in total 20 male teams and 42 female teams. And this is only at a smaller club. Imagine the difference at bigger clubs. This case of sport participation, where the sport is female-dominated, is one of the few in the entire world. In today's episode, we are going to find out what the reason is behind this lack of male sport participation in hockey and try to come up with how the sport can be made more appealing and attractive to boys. I won't do this alone, because together with my guest of the week, Duco Albrecht, we will tackle this problem and come up with solutions where possible. Duco is a friend of mine, but more importantly, a well-known hockey player and trainer within the hockey community here in the province of South Holland. Duco has played for HC Rotterdam all his life, which is one of the biggest clubs in the Netherlands. And right now he plays for Voreskate, which is another club in the province. In Rotterdam, he has not only played, but also trained younger teams. Duco has been the coach and a trainer of younger boys teams for over three seasons. With these teams, he has accomplished quite a lot, but he will tell us all about that in a few minutes. With all these experiences, Duco is the perfect fit to help us with our research question. But before I have a chat with him, I have done some research about what the reason could be behind the smaller participation of boys in hockey. So let's dive into that first. One of the key reasons is the cultural context in which field hockey has developed in the Netherlands. Research has shown that the Dutch culture has an emphasis on gender equality. The Dutch have a long history of promoting this, and this has helped to create an environment where women are encouraged to participate in sports. The European Commission reports that the Netherlands has one of the highest rates of female participation in sports in Europe. The Dutch value team sports a lot, and this has helped to promote field hockey as well. It has become a popular sport since the players can socialize and form close bonds with teammates. 
This is also where gender roles in the Netherlands play a part as well. While, as I stated, the country has a long history of promoting gender equality, there are still certain societal expectations that shape the roles of men and women. And this is portrayed back into the numbers of sport participation. According to a report by the Dutch Ministry of Health, Welfare and Sport, men are more likely to participate in individual sports like biking and running, while women are more likely to participate in sports like field hockey. The sport has been played in the country since the early 19th century, but has been played mainly by women. In fact, the Dutch women's team has been one of the most successful in the world, winning numerous medals at the international tournaments. On the other hand, the Dutch men's team has been less successful. When comparing the two teams, the success of the women's team is quite significant. The men's team has been European champion for six times, which is impressive. But the women's team has done this 11 times already. And this is not all, because the men's team has won a gold medal at the Olympic Games twice, which is only half of what the women's team has won. And one last comparison, the women's team has been world champion for 12 times now, while the men's team only managed to win this championship three times. This success has established a sense of national pride and admiration for the Dutch women's hockey team, leading many young girls to aspire their heroes. Unfortunately, due to the lack of success of the men's team, this pride is not shared for them. This causes the group of interested younger boys in the sports to be much smaller. The media also plays a role in this. Hockey receives extensive media coverage in the Netherlands, especially during international tournaments like the Olympics, the World Cup and the Pro League. With this coverage, the women are preferred, with more airtime and newsprint allotted to the women's matches instead of the men's. This exposure again raises the profile of the sport among female audiences, which in turn can attract more young girls to take up the sport. This cultural context has in turn created a stereotype that field hockey is a sport for women. This has discouraged boys from taking up the sport. Another cause of this stereotype is the way the sport is portrayed by society. Hockey is seen as girly, which can be caused by the fact that it is a graceful sport that requires agility, speed and skill instead of brute strength. The non-contact nature and the focus on technique and finesse make it less manly. In contrast, other sports like football, basketball and baseball are more popular among men in the Netherlands since they require more physical strength and power. The masculine nature of these sports and the relative lack of focus on tactics and finesse make them more appealing to men. Another factor that has contributed to the lack of popularity of field hockey among boys is the emphasis on football in the Netherlands. Football is the most popular sport in the country and many young boys aspire to become professional footballers. I can still remember in kindergarten when everyone was asked what they wanted to become later. The girls would most likely all answer a mom or a teacher and the boys would almost always go I want to be a professional football player when I grow up. This immense popularity of football has led to a lack of interest in other sports, including field hockey. And one last factor that I've experienced myself is another bias that is created around who plays hockey. 
Here in the Netherlands, people tend to say that hockey is played by the push people. And even though this sounds really bad, it is kind of true. If you have a look at an average field hockey club, you'll mainly see boys and girls who have quite a lot of money, who drive around on scooters that are gifted by their parents, or who wear quite expensive clothing. These push people, or as the Dutchies call them, the cockers, are stereotyped a lot in the Netherlands by other social groups. People who do not identify with them quite often say that the guys have a lot of girly characteristics or that they are not manly enough. In some awful cases they are even called gay, which of course is insanely wrong. But by this stereotype of push guys who play field hockey that is made by others, field hockey is not made more attractive for males. This insane bias about the people who play field hockey is therefore also one of the reasons why it is not popular among boys. This is because the non-hockey players do not want to be identified with the bias that they created themselves. So now that we've covered all the reasons behind this sport participation problem, I won't keep you waiting any longer. Let's move on to my interview with Duco. Hi Duco, thank you so much for joining me today. How are you? What have you been up to recently? Hello, uh, I've uh, I've had the weekend off. Uh, now. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, it was fine because uh, last week was very busy with hockey. Uh, Friday match, Saturday match, uh, Sunday match. So it and uh, Wednesday, last Wednesday match. Oh so damn, that's yeah. quite a lot. Because on Friday you had the Silver Cup match, right? Yes. Well, for the audience, the Silver Cup is like a small on-the-side uh, competition for all the first teams of every club. Tell me, how did it go? Uh, well, it was very busy. I think there were like 100 and 150 people watching, so that was nice. Uh, and we won, so that was nice also. So we're through to the second round. And now we have been drawn against a team in Amsterdam, so that's hard because it's like... A one hour drive, one hour, ten minute drive. So I don't like that very much. But <laughs> Do you think you can win against the team in Amsterdam or will it be tough? No, I think we can win. It's still, it's a team a division below us. So Okay, so even though the distance is maybe not that fun, there's still no. a, a chance of winning, which yeah. makes it better. Okay, well, I already told our listeners that aside from playing hockey yourself, you have trained and coached younger boys and girls teams as well. Uh, we will dive deeper into that later, because before we start with that, I want to talk about your hockey career. So to start with, how old were you when you first started playing? I was seven years old, I think, and I started at uh, Rotterdam. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've played hockey uh, all my life since. I think, yeah. So that's quite a while, since seven. So that's like more than 13 years, right? 13, 14 years. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's quite long. And what was the reason for you to start participating in field hockey and not another sport like football or swimming? Uh, well, all my uh, family members did play hockey. Uh, and my dad was also very involved with hockey. Uh, at at Hasser Rotterdam at the time as well, mm-hmm. so it was like almost logic that I wanted to play hockey. I really liked the game because I was at a hockey club like every weekend. Uh, my dad 
uh, wanted me to play football because uh, he thought I was very athletic and I could become uh, more professional and earn more money if I became good at football. But I like hockey more, so I started playing hockey. Okay. And what do you enjoy the most about hockey? Uh, when I was younger, I think the, the team, so being in a team, but I also like the... It was a, it's a very hard game, but I'm really competitive, so I wanted to learn. Uh, and I really liked that about hockey because I was already really good, I think, for my age. But I, but it was also with football and hockey was hard, so I liked that it was hard. So uh, so sounds, were... sounds weird, but I liked that. So you were good at both the sports, but you just enjoyed it because it was harder too. Yeah. Okay, well, <laughs> but enough about your career. Um, let's dive deeper into your success as a trainer and a coach because you told me that you're currently coaching a girls team and they didn't yeah. have a match today, but how did it go on Wednesday? Did they win? Uh, we, we had a draw against uh, Victoria. Mm -hmm. It's a derby, derby match. And it, it was fine because it's it was a late evening match and both teams were not on their highest level and we earned the win but we didn't so it but uh a draw was fine we scored in the last minute otherwise we had had lost so well, that's it's, always uh, good well, yeah it's better than uh, last week's match then because i remember you telling me they lost quite heavily last yeah. week so that's something positive yeah um but in your career as a coach and a trainer you've not only trained girls um, how long has it been since you were the coach of a boys team? Um, this is my first year as a girls team. Before that, I trained four years. First, the under 12 second boys. Then under 12 first boys, two years. And then uh, under 14 boys, uh, one year. And now under 14 girls. So, okay, so all around the same age a bit. Yeah. Okay. And... Um, was there a special reason why you started training boys or why you started training in general? Well, I trained teams, but only like once a week when I was already 12. And you do the, the seven-year-olds when I started. Mm -hmm. uh, and I really liked that. And uh, when I came into the um, first under-18 team, you need to do something back for the club. So uh, you get some money paid, but some people go work behind the bar and all that kind of stuff but I didn't like that and um, somebody asked me if I wanted to coach a team and I really liked the idea and then I started and they they said they had a spot for the under 12 boys second team for a coach so it was not really yeah, it was a, tr a choice but there was no choice between boys or girls I just started with boys yeah because spots free just the opportunity to train in general seems yeah. like a fun. Okay. And um, do you experience any differences between the girls and the boys teams that you've coached? Um, and the uh, girls teams are a little bit more mature already. So mm -hmm. also they hit puberty uh, some years uh, earlier. So I'm not that big and most of the girls I train are my height and with the boys they're already they're still under my height so that's a difference and so you can you can talk to 
girls not really more direct, but you can talk with them on a higher level. And with boys, you can be really direct because there are still some things they can, if you are, how do you say that? If you are very direct and very hard on boys, they can take it. And with girls, you can be very direct, but not that hard. That's the difference, I think. So you okay, can, yeah. Uh, and girls are, like with girls, you can talk a little bit more about tactics and all that kind of stuff. And with boys, it's just like, put a ball in the middle and you have to score in that goal or that goal and uh, good luck <laughs> <laughs> okay so with the girls you can really get more into the game but you have to be careful with how you tell them what they should do yeah and with the boys it's the other way around like you really have to put them on their spot but you can't really get into the tactics and everything yeah you, you can start with it when they're under 14 under 12 you can just just don't <laughs> it's mm -hmm. too complicated for them under 14 you can start with it with you uh, girls they are really into tactics and structure if you do a practice uh, something on goal they would want to know in which rotation they need which cone to which cone to which cone and with boys it's like oh here does no one stand so i'm gonna stand here because i'm getting a ball here so that's you see it already in the matches with the boys and girls it it starts structured and with the girls it stays a little bit structured and with the boys when the second half is progressing you see that it's like who scores now is not because of the best tactic but who wants it the most yeah like. okay and um do the trainings differ a lot because of these differences in behavior or not really uh no i'm still a lot about development and progress uh, uh, both teams can have high intensity i think but with girls like i said you can also talk a little bit more about what they can do better and what they can do uh, you can really tell them from we did this, did this in uh, the last match and did, this went wrong and with the boys you can practice it and they will remember it in a game but you can really tell they will not recognize recognize the situation if okay. you know what i mean yeah i get it well the sport participation of boys in hockey is quite small as you have probably experienced yourself yeah. at the beginning of the podcast i've already discussed multiple reasons why this is the case but could you think of any reason well like you said it's harder than other sports and I think there, the attention in hockey was at my age now, it's a little bit better already, was mostly on girls. Like at Rotterdam, we have the under-14s, we have like 17 under-14 uh, girls teams, like seven or eight boys teams. But there are also a lot more activities and a lot more uh, uh, people to help with the girls team than with the boys teams. I, I recognize that. And overall, mm, yeah, it's hard to know more reasons. I think football is also just really popular, yeah. especially with boys. So, and, and because hockey is hard and it's not that, that much uh, in the publicity and not on TV, I think that's why boys choose football over, over hockey in general. Yeah. So mainly because of media coverage and the 
attention that they get if they do play, which is quite small. It doesn't really help um, to improve the popularity, I think. No. Um, but do you think there's a chance of this participation rate uh, growing in the future or do you think it will stay the same? Well, they uh, now you, you can watch the games at Via Play, I think. And uh, it's already a little bit more. Uh, and I, what I really like about hockey is that they keep renewing the game. So new rules or new ways to make it uh, better to watch and bearable to watch because some football matches is like 90 minutes of passing the ball to each other and it's zero zero mm-hmm. and and with hockey the last match which ended zero zero at my level was 10 years ago yeah Still, with coaching and with playing i never play a match zero against zero so that's what i really like about hockey is should do that because i think that football will eventually maybe in more more than 10 years or something. or But if they don't renew their sports, some other sports like basketball and hockey and well, tennis, maybe volleyball, that's kind of sport who are very renewing and very developed in renewing their rules and all kind of stuff, I think that will help. That helps a lot. Mm-hmm. So, so I think that is something that helps with get attract new players and new people who want to play the sport yeah okay and speaking about renewal um, if we look back at your past are there any things um, that can be changed that would make the sport more appealing for boys that were already there when you started playing um, yeah the attention still uh, except from the, that's uh, something I really thought was strange when I was playing is when uh, the, the the men's and the women's team, the men's team is far more participated. Um, but in the youth teams, the girls are far more participated than all the, the boys' teams. So even at under 18-1, we played before under 18 from, from the girls. The girls were far more people than than with our match if we played on the same day in the stadium of Rotterdam. It was very weird because in the under, because when it becomes men, the men are more attractive to look at. I still don't understand how this is, but I think it is still what I said earlier, a little bit more the attention and uh, that kind of stuff. I think if you do that more for the men's as well, I think you can make a big step in it. Yeah, okay, well, Thank you so much for your time. It was lovely to talk to you and to discuss your experience with this challenge. I wish you the best of luck for the rest of the season and of course in the Silver Cup next week. Thank you. Thank you. Well, that was quite an insightful interview if you ask me. And the answers Tico gave us were quite on the same line as my literature review. Despite all the challenges that the hockey community faces, there are some signs of the popularity growing among boys. This is because the Dutch men's team has improved their performance a lot and because there are more and more opportunities created for boys to get in contact with the sport. Based on what we just found out, if these opportunities were to be combined with more media coverage as well as more attention given to the boys teams instead of just the girls teams, 
the sport participation for boys in the hockey world will grow by a lot. This is something that can easily be changed and therefore seems like a good starting point to change the scene in the world of hockey. Well guys, that was it for today. Thank you so much for listening and I can't wait to talk to you again next week.